that chocolate milk? No, it's a Chobani yogurt beverage. What the hell? You never have one? No, I hate the way that this episode is starting. <laughs> we'll keep it in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Nerds Aren't Real podcast. This is episode nine. This is Hank, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Mac. Uh, the worm is back. <laughs> I think we got one of those lines this time. I actually don't. I know the worm was brought up. Was it? The only, I think. The, I definitely heard worm at some point. You always got worm so, on the mind, so I do always have worm on the mind. It's my favorite food. Nice. That's <laughs> gross. <laughs> and not true because I know you better than that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we are gonna be talking about Moon Knight episode three today. And so everyone knows we do this at the top of almost every episode, but spoilers for Moon Knight. If you don't want spoilers, don't listen to a podcast that's reviewing it. But we are going to be reviewing all about Moon Knight Episode 3. And Mac, you want to start taking us through a recap? Yeah, so I've got it pulled up right here. Uh, it starts out with Layla in mm-hmm. what I am taking as her mom. That may have been confirmed. But faking a passport to get to yep. Egypt. Um, her mom has a secret stash of marshmallows in a jar, which I found very odd. They were colorful marshmallows. None of this means anything to the episode, but I've never seen someone keep marshmallows in a jar. Hmm. Makes yeah, me wonder what else they're keeping in a jar. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that I could never raise one eyebrow on control, but I did just then. Okay, so I, I can't place... I feel like I have seen marshmallows in a jar somewhere, and I know this really? is already going off topic i don't but here's the thing i don't know where i would have seen that because it i never would have thought it weird until you just said it was weird right uh yeah like why would probably saw it like a a trader joe's that seems like a trader joe's marshmallow receptacle i don't know probably not though this is this is the keen insights you get from us watching the episode while we podcast (laughs) This is why we shouldn't do this. (laughs) This is exactly why we should do this. This is the hard-hitting journalism that other podcasts cannot reach. We're finding so everyone knows we have we have seen the episode. We are not watching it and commenting on it as we go. We just did not write down the plot. Yeah, we probably should. This is our way of avoiding taking notes. And we're just kind of pulling up a Quizlet while we're taking the test, um, which I, sef- I definitely don't do that. I don't even know why I would think of something like that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, well, let's get back into the episode. All right. All right. So, so after the marshmallow jar and fake passporting, mm-hmm. we it opens with Arthur Harrow in Egypt with somehow like a whole team of people. Yeah. I don't know I, how I he just say, acquired all everyone. I feel like the opening was kind of weird. Like it didn't need to open with Layla. They, but I feel like it might have been intentional. Maybe. I mean, there's definitely something going on with her. Like they reference Madripoor to her. And um 
her mom says something about I'm mixing up the lines now, but either the mom says the dad taught her or the mom taught her, but the mom basically taught her how to be like this Indiana Jones type character. Um, and it's very clear that she's done this before. She has experience in combat and adventures and things like that. Um, but yeah, I would have preferred the Arthur Harrow scene of him getting to Ahmet's tomb first mm-hmm. and then the Layla scene and then what comes after I think that I just don't even get better. why the Layla scene was needed I guess to show that she has a family I don't know yeah, yeah I don't know right. I feel like the because it really doesn't connect to anything outside of her just being able to speak a couple of opinions, but they also almost say the same thing later. But then, uh, unless I mean, her it, dad kind of comes back, if her dad is a character, that would be the big one. Yeah, because we don't see him, and they reference him as someone who taught her these things. So, if her dad plays a role, then that seems necessary. See, I think her dad was killed by Mark. Then that's that's even more that's there's his reasoning that's why it's necessary yeah i know but like yeah oh just to give some background on the dad Uh uh-huh yeah yeah i think it'll i think it'll just be something if it's not paid off by the end of the season then yes we have full room to complain yeah i i guess it's it's either it either doesn't make sense or it means like something in that conversation is much more crucial than the plot think. than what we kind of is given at first glance you know yeah i could see that marvel does that too mm-hmm. um even if it is important though i still think you do the arthur harrow scene before the i think you open with that and then go to the credits and then do layla and then the chase it's cool that we got to see um right after arthur harrow the next scene is oscar isaac as mark chasing these three gentlemen mm-hmm. on the roofs of Egypt. I'm glad that we, uh, the first thing I thought was, oh, at least we're getting to see Oscar Isaac do this action and not covered up in a CGI suit. See, I don't care. I, I really- Oh, I care. Okay, here's my thing. I didn't love any of the action in this episode. What? Really? I didn't like the way it was cut. I think part of it was a bit hokey when he like drags the knife across the ground to yeah that was a little weird but the like the chase and all of that that was like pretty standard stuff yeah i mean i guess the chase was good but the actual action parts were pulling it up right now i have to know i don't know i it, it just seemed too like too quick of cuts with the action. Yeah, that I mean that all just kind of goes to directing styles. Yeah, I guess if I didn't this was, enjoy that. Um, if this was done by like the Russo brothers, then it would have just been a lot of like slapping of the arm, and you would have seen every single move and both characters in the frame at the same time. This you see a lot of. Oscar Isaac's face punching 
but you're not seeing mm-hmm. him punch. Yeah, and I guess I liked that, like Russo Brothers, like the Winter Soldier esque, yeah, fight scenes. Yeah, um, more. Yeah, the scene would have been entirely different with them. Hmm. Yeah. So I like that, like just that style of showing it mm-hmm. more, and then with the fight scene later when it is when he is in the suit the cgi i love that one it, oh, the cgi is rough the so. him getting stabbed by the javelins and just kind of sitting there with them stabbed and then he kind of like breaks away to save layla that one was weird the i don't know yeah. if it's a mess up of like all of the spears were gone or yeah well he stabbed everyone else with the spears like he broke them off and but he didn't have enough hands to do that i didn't you know exactly four in him yeah i know it didn't make much sense like the first action sequence i I think it just didn't like how it was shot and then that next action sequence i i didn't love the cgi and it just seemed like not fully put together yeah yeah and that was a scene from the trailer too i think that might have been mm-hmm. the last thing from trailers um i yeah. don't remember the trailers well enough but i remember I, that i did love shot. the jumping off the like little pyramid and his cape making the, the crescent it's nearby yeah like um, I, I love the crescent cape that was really yeah. cool to see i even though we got that in the trailer but yeah i yeah, liked yeah when just... he, he he shields Layla and then throws everything back at them with the mm-hmm. cape. That was cool. Yeah. Don't get that how was cool it works, too. but it was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's another thing is they haven't really explained what, because it seems like he has more abilities than in the comics. Yeah, you're right. But like, how is he they able haven't to really explained it? All of those stabbings. Because Kanchu briefly mentioned him giving him a healing suit. That is what he referred to the yeah. suit as, as a healing yeah. suit. But when he obviously, gets back in the car, there's stab wounds and bullet holes in his actual clothes. Yeah, but also, so yeah, I can heal, but it obviously also gives enhanced strength and speed and yeah. all that. So I, I don't quite get I, I just don't quite get the yeah suit of like vague superpowers, like vague generic superpowers, you know? Yeah. I don't know enough about Moon Knight to like be like, oh, well, that's not what he is. So for me, this is what he is. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I do wish they kind of would explain the power set. And I'm curious, you know, we'll get into it later, but if, Kanchu being in prison, um, if that affects Mark or I, I or Stephen or whoever, um, if they can summon the suit or have any powers if Kanchu's in jail. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so after that first initial fight um, with those three gentlemen goons. Um, he sees Steven in the reflection of one of the knives. Steven's obviously trying to get him to stop being violent. Uh, and then he kind of blacks out like we saw Steven do and ends up in a taxi cab. Um, 
I think is definitely teasing the third personality, um, which we get a lot of in this episode. Um, And then right after that, um, why can't I speak? Oh, he catches back. He then has the chase with the two guys that got away. Um, And it ends up on this like cliffside and Kanchu tells him to talk to the kid and he holds him over a cliff and the kid just cuts his scarf and kills himself and lands in the exact same pose that Gamora and Black Widow land on Vormir. I think Marvel only knows one pose to land from a cliff fall. Um, But yeah. I think we're very much clearing up that Kanchu is not a very good person or God or whatever he is. Cause he just is like, Oh, I thought he would talk and he's dead. Yeah. I do think that Kanchu is going to be, I don't know if Mark's going to like kill him or put him in stone by the end of the series, but I, I don't think he's going to still be there for if there's a Moon Knight season two or, more Moon Knight following. I don't think Kanchu's going to be a character anymore. And so I think they need to find some way yeah. of bringing that. And I'm curious if they would go to a practical costume like once he leaves. Maybe. Because I know that like, or maybe he gets Kanchu's power or something. I, I don't know what they could do yeah, find a way to get rid of Kanchu, but still remain being able to summon the suit. Yeah, because, well, in the comics, he doesn't even summon the suit. It's just a suit like... Is he ever out of the here. suit in the comics? Like, you know how, like, Spider-Man sometimes is Peter Parker? Yeah, yeah. I mean, clothes. he's like, like they Mark draw Spectre and uh, okay. Stephen yeah. Grant have their own... Yeah, like day to day. Sometimes it's comics, they everyone just wears their costume everywhere, and I find gotcha. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, because it's like Mark Spector, he's the mercenary. Stephen Grant's a billionaire. Um, yeah, Jake Lockley's a taxi driver. They would all wear what they like. You would picture those personalities wearing, right? And then yeah. he has another costume for Moon Knight, which he says he wears white so his enemies can see him coming, which is. It's the opposite of Batman. It's metal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I do think, I mean, they're definitely teasing towards a third personality, even in the credits. It when it splits Oscar Isaac's face, there's three instead of just two. Um, mm-hmm. so there's definitely a third one. I yep. don't know if we'll get any more. I do think I I think we can expect that Jake gets changed some. I don't think he'll just be a taxi driver. I'm I'm thinking he's either like super bad like evil evil person or is kind of more like steven um but that's something that will remain to be seen um but yeah so after this kid dies uh he has a conversation with conchu um of like trying to figure out how they're supposed to stop arthur harrow and conchu I don't know if he like moved the moon or what, but he manipulates the sky to have this eclipse effect over Egypt. Um, 
which was super cool. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what like sends a message to the gods, which leads to our meeting with all of the other gods inside of the pyramid the of Giza. Of pyramid. Giza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love that mm-hmm. scene. That's yeah, that was a awesome. cool scene. I think that was probably my favorite part of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, especially just getting Arthur Harrow come in and just like destroy Kanchu. And it shows it's... you that Kanchu doesn't have much credibility no. with the gods. Yeah. And I also thought it was an interesting parallel, you know. Because technically, Harrow hasn't committed a crime yet in the eyes of the gods. Yeah. But so they can't punish him for it, which is exactly what his motive is, is to release a god that would stop something before it happens, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I don't yeah. know. It seemed like That's an smart. interesting. Yeah, yeah it is interesting backwards. that they're all they were so quickly on his side. They're like, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're good. You're fine. It did move quicker than I would have liked. Uh, yeah, like I I w- felt like they would have asked a couple more questions. Yeah, well they yeah, they asked to speak to Mark and somehow like banish Kanchu for two seconds, and Mark corroborates the story, and then they're still like and really though like but i love the how well ethan hawk he sells this he walks into that room Mm -hmm. and owns it and yeah you can tell like there's he just i I don't know the best way to word it he just kind of commands attention and fear the way he handles i think I, honestly, I think it's just because we know that he's walking on broken glass the whole time. I still want to know just like what that's about, you know? I my I hope they uh, explain it. Yeah. My assumption is that he thinks he's a sinner, and so that's his punishment for his sins. Hmm. Because uh, he's very much... Uh, that's, I mean, that's his thing is judgment and yep. sin and all that. Um, but yeah, no, that whole, that whole scene was brilliant. I wonder if we come back to that. Obviously we did later at the end of the episode with uh, the Conchu statue um, and Arthur Harrow just being able to waltz in it. That, yeah, that was weird. Actually, they brought him back, but only one of the gods did that. Mm-hmm. And then there's one God that's helping Mark. Yeah, um, I can't remember the name. Like Harris, no, it's I not. think I don't want to be very offensive and come up with a guess. <laughs> but yeah, so one of the age. Yeah, one of the the avatars is helping Mark. Um, but yeah, so then he leaves the pyramid of Giza and meets back up with Layla, who is drinking uh, a delicious looking beverage out of a bag. I really want to drink something out of a bag now. Um, just such a why? I don't know. Like maybe a, you can drink your little 
my little Chobani yogurt, Chobani yogurt beverage. Let's take a sip of that. Have a little yogurt throat for the pod. I hate this. Delicious. Sponsor us. I Chibani. hate this drink. Why? It's only made of natural ingredients. I don't know. I can't. I just hate that there's <laughs> yogurt in a bottle. It's like a smoothie. Yeah, but you have called it yogurt drink, and I don't like that. <laughs> yogurt beverage. <laughs> yogurt beverage. I don't Let's like yogurt. Protein-rich, authentically crafted. <laughs> oh, the, the actual name's way worse. What? Low-fat, low milky Greek yogurt beverage. <laughs> that is so much worse. <laughs> uh it tastes good it's delightful low fat milky greek yogurt milky is the word that's just not something that should ever be only milky way should be able to print milky no one i just i like how it's not even just milk it's like it's milky like it's milky yeah (laughs) i don't want that it's milk ish you know i don't want that in my (laughs) trees Milk and cheese. If you want to drink that out of a bag when we go and live stream in Egypt for episode six, if we get to the point where we can live stream in Egypt three weeks from now, I will 100% buy a bunch of milky yogurt beverages and put it in a bag and drink it. Chobani, sponsor us. Please, please, Chobani. This is a match made in heaven. Uh, all right so where were we <laughs> uh so yeah oh, so after she has her bag, bag um uh, yes she has her drink in her bag they get on a floating discotheque um nope. which was a little unnecessary i don't know why it needed to be discotheque but um yeah so then they're going egyptian to discotheque. In egyptian discotheque in a discotheque that's offensive <laughs> it's canceled <laughs> shit eh. Um, but yeah, they're followed by men who are very terrible at hiding in another boat behind them. And then they just carry on as if nothing happened. That was weird. Um, yeah, so Layla has some rich friend who has a sweet backyard. He's got a jousting center and pyramids and like guards who stand three feet apart. Yeah, it's like, how do those pyramids work? Because I can't imagine that's good for preserving a sarcophagus. Like, because it looked open. Yeah, there wasn't even a door. (laughs) Yeah. It's just an opening. And so I was like, how is is he preserving this stuff? Because there's no way that's that's good for it. Because he's like, (laughs) I I pride myself on preserving history or whatever. And I was like, you're not preserving shit in these open pyramids. Yeah. Plus the sarcophagus was open too. Like it's just a straight yeah. up dead body. Yeah. They uh sarcophagus open to the air. I was like, there's a reason they shut these, it's to preserve the body. This is open and open. There's air. a reason they shut them and built massive pyramids on top of them so no one could ever open them again. And here he is yes. just displaying them. 
next to his jousting center in his backyard. I was accessible by sea. I was mad at that for yeah, that's fair. Yeah, probably it's more than I should have been. So close to water. Yeah. A one gust of wind on a rainy day, and you have a wet sarcophagus. You could never have a wet sarcophagi. Yeah, no, because they were like, take us to the sarcophagus. And I thought they were going to go inside and go into a dungeon. And he's like, it's right here. And I was like, are you kidding me? (laughs) Marvel couldn't afford the inside of the mansion for this Airbnb. That was like definitely in Atlanta. So they could only get the backyard. (laughs) Uh, I was just kind of mind blown. Yeah. I, he also, who gets off of like, you're definitely sweaty from jousting. I imagine that's a sweat inducing activity. Who just throws on a robe after that? I would want a shower pre robe. Was he one of the people jousting though? He was the main jouster. Oh, I he was jousting shirtless and then put on a robe. Nice. You can't nice. be That's... you can't be dirty in a robe. Well, you can be dirty in a robe, but you can't be sweaty and dirty. Well, you can also be sweaty and dirty in a robe. Maybe he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, worst. no, never mind. Let's fix it. You can't wear cowboy boots in a robe. That's where I draw the line. Also, who jousts in a Rolex? Someone who could afford it. Hey, if you can afford like probably a billion dollar sarcophagus and just afford to leave it out in the open. I guess you do have multiple robes, one for dirty, one for clean. That's fair. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, I'm looking at it now. There's no way to close this pyramid. This is an open sarcophagi. Yeah, it it would disintegrate. Like it should have disintegrated immediately, especially because yeah. one guy stabs it, and it sounds like fleshy. And I'm like, there's no way, that's that's completely dried up, bro. Well, yeah, well they mummify them, so they're they're skin inside. I think. Yeah, but there's not mummies work. Flesh and. It shouldn't be fleshy. I, I also should. don't know really how mummies. I mean, I know they stick the know thing a little bit to your nose and they rip out all your organs, which wouldn't that, you know, offer a broken like imagine pulling your heart out of your nostril. Like I can't even stick my thumb in my nostril. Dude, I pull my heart through my nostril all the time. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's smart of you, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah so oh, then mark has to have a conversation with steven and a reflection reflective surfaces are just not this man's uh forte uh, and he's got them everywhere in the knife too i was like that yeah. knife is way too clean you can yeah, tell that he, was a prop knife yeah that knife was like episode. definitely dragged across the ground four minutes before that it would have had some sand on it <laughs> It's also in a person right before that. Yeah, it would have actually, it would have been really funny if there's just like one fingerprint on the knife from when you grabbed it. Um, but yeah, they turn on him after he's like folding up the papers, which 
I don't know how they, I don't know what he expected. You're like playing with this man's billion dollar sarcophagus, just mm-hmm. folding up paper, playing origami, like Morbius. If you've seen Morbius, you'll get that joke. Don't watch Morbius though. Um, I had to get the Morbius reference in for another episode. You could, um, um, you could just say that anything's a Morbius reference and people would believe you because no one's seen true. it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, so after they turn on him, then Arthur Harrow arrives with the scarab. And I, it's a very, yeah, it's a very weird scene. He starts to talk about power and shows his little power stone cane at him and blows up the t- sarcophagus. Would have helped if he had doors then. Um, in the background, you can see the jousters just kind of running around behind, like warming up, ready to fight. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why they did that um yeah you gotta stretch and stuff you know yeah yeah they were flexible um but yeah Conchu once again wants him to break his windpipes i am kind of hoping that gets paid off like his windpipes need to break now i don't get why mark wouldn't summon the suit immediately right i don't get why they're not killing him other than narrative purposes for a tv show but like if you're mark you want to stop this guy he's right there summon the suit and kill him yeah like mark thought about it for a long time yeah which seemed out of character for him right he's usually ready to fight Mm -hmm. and so i didn't know this episode was was just weird for me i I didn't love it I liked it still. The weird worked, but I, yeah, now that I'm like going back and seeing each scene, yeah, there's definitely some weird points. Mm-hmm. Um, I also thought when he like points his little power stone cane at the sarcophagus that another jackal would pop out. Um, Could you imagine if he was, was like, taste a, just a bit of my godly power and a jackal comes out and it's like this is what it does it just summons jackals yeah 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 this is it um but yeah no he just blows it up which i was that one was weird uh and then you look and moon knight is on top of the pyramid for another trailer shot um Mm -hmm. and you get this weird fight he throws his does he just have like unlimited moons to throw at people? That's what it seems like. It seems like he has unlimited moons. Also, think about this. He's with them. And then it was not long enough for him to like climb up that pyramid, but he would have had to climb it. It's not like Moon Knight can teleport or fly. He just gets into the suit and then takes the time to climb the pyramid rather than pursuing Arthur Harrow. I just really wish there's like a deleted scene where it's just him like climbing up and like he like misses the top. Like it's the aggro crag of Nickelodeon fame and he just slides down and you get the glass smear sound effect. That's yeah. another thing I noticed. In the first fight and the second fight, the ADR and the sounds are not what they should be. Like, how do you mean? Pu- so, like, 
there's obviously you know like the punch sound effect like mm-hmm. the, the ones we all know and then there's just like normal ones that you wouldn't notice because it just sounds like punching this one was very obviously someone smacking something that's foam instead of just recording an actual punch or using it it, it just wasn't very good um sound fully that's the term gotcha but, I, I didn't like, quite catch that but it's another I thing you. that, like, I think I'm the only one that may have noticed it. Uh, like, there's one point Mac where they and I very, went to film school. Um, there was one point where they're very clearly stretching a balloon. <laughs> and I was so mad. <laughs> I was like, why like, did you just... for a punch? Yeah. Oh, it's when he's um, holding the scarf. Instead oh, of... gotcha just pulling an actual fabric they're stretching a balloon and then putting that sound over the actual filming i hate that yeah right normally you don't notice it but they did it for this and i don't know why i sound foley is one of the weirdest things to me like we learn about it i'm like why don't you just record doing the actual action and get whatever that audio is Mm-hmm. Why are you stretching balloons and like it's yeah, it's weird. Um yeah. But yeah, in the second fight we get another appearance of appearance of the Mr. Knight persona. I'm more and more of a fan fan of this thing every single time. Like Steven just like calling time out and then getting stabbed six times. It, it that was funny. It worked for me. Yeah, I still wish Mr. Knight was a little more capable because in the comics, he's much more the detective side of yeah. Knight almost. And here it's just Steven, still Steven, but invincible. Yeah. And so I don't quite get that. And not even invincible. It seems like I mean, he has the healing in generic powers of the suit yeah and he also he knows how to take off just the mask but it's not like with his hands like he can summon the mask back kind of like how like Mm spider-man's like iron spider mask comes down it's the same cgi but i'm looking at now he has seven spears impaled into him how did he get out of that so fast one of them stabbed to the ground his hand is stabbed into the ground and then he just breaks one and then they're all out of him. It's like Jenga. <laughs> Almost like you pull or I don't even know what it is, but you know, those games where you pull the sticks out of like a tree or something. I played it as a kid. You pulled sticks out of a tree. It's like a little game. It's kind of like Jenga where you're trying not to get all the balls to fall out of the tree. I'm not doing a good job of explaining this. Like Operation? No, it's not like it's Operation. Like the, it's kind of like is the a game terrible joke knot. since I can't explain what no, the game yeah, is. You can't. It's kind of like tied if the I knot could, like you pull it, one thing and everything falls out. You just got to find the right thing. But still. Kind of. The game you're preventing the balls from falling in 
to like the trunk H- of the tree. Hungry, hungry hippos. I could, we do have Google. I guess that is an option. Uh, I'm just going to I don't even know what I would look up though. Balls and trees? No. Yeah, let's see. A lot of things came up for that. <laughs> game of Thrones. Tree ball game? Kerplunk. Kerplunk. That's just onomatopoeia. <laughs> I had a Kerplunk oh, game that was sticks and trees. I played I played Kerplunk. Yes. I don't think I think I had an off-brand Kerplunk. Because it was so this Kerplunk. is kind of oh, you like had Kerplunk. you had hi ho cherio. Oh. <laughs> is that it? I think so. <laughs> what yeah i've definitely played kerplunk oh there's giant kerplunk with chicken wire and chopsticks this is giant kerplunk i did not have hi-ho cheerio oh i see the tree now tumbling monkeys this it was tumbling monkeys that's what it was you had tumbling monkeys nice all right, so it's kind of like that game Tumbling Monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing further, just it's like Tumbling Monkeys. Okay, for the listeners at home that aren't going to Google this, imagine a cylinder with sticks, chopsticks inside of it, all pointing in different directions, and then balls resting on top of that and you have to pull out the chopsticks while still keeping your balls. I feel yeah. like more people probably know what kerplunk is than we do. Or you had hi-ho, cherry-ho. And That's not even a similar game. <laughs> it came up for trees and balls. <laughs> yes, yeah, but that's not a similar game to kerplunk <laughs> or what, what did we even, we just said it, monkey something? Tumbling monkeys. Tumbling monkeys. Oh my gosh. Still, he had seven, six to seven spears inside of him in different directions, one of which in his hand, and they were all gone when he gets up. Because it's just a CGI mistake, but it's so obvious. Yeah. I don't even think it was a mistake. I think it was intentional, just poorly executed. Yeah. I mean, and that's my complaint about this. This episode sh- seemed rushed. Yeah. Like nothing yeah, about it, it seemed completed or thought through. Like it just yeah, seemed like an episode like, of nothing. This was the first cut. And then they were like, yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, which this does fall in line with the reviews. This was always apparently the bad episode of the four so. that the press got. Apparently, the ne- uh, well, the next one is four. And four was everyone's favorite. So... Yeah. We're in for a treat next week, apparently. That's the thing is this is how Loki started too. Like the first two episodes were really good. You're right. And then the third one. They they blow up the timelines and then they never go back to that storyline. Yeah, but and then the the third one sucked. Yeah. Which one was the third one? Is that the train? I think it was the train and him and Sylvie. Yeah, that was a lot of talking to get to a, a one shot at the end. Yeah. And which wasn't even a real uh, one shot. And a lot of cuts in it. 
Yeah. So, so maybe that's just a thing with these Marvel shows is that episode three is I'm wondering what episode three of WandaVision was. Because I know well, episode four. three of WandaVision was the final black, black and white. white one. Yeah, because I know four was when Monica comes in to the hex. Because mm-hmm. um, WandaVision did the three episodes that almost had nothing to do with the plot. It was just yeah. the sitcom ones, and each one hinted maybe a little bit at something else. And I'm so right now. the third episode of WandaVision might have been different. Yeah, that's when she gets pregnant. Yeah. But yeah, then it did have a good ending, episode three of WandaVision. Um, I almost wonder if you look at episode six of WandaVision because yeah, that would be in line more. Episode or five probably. Five no, was be, on a. Be, oh no, six was the Halloween one. Hmm. Maybe WandaVision. Be, WandaVision maybe was WandaVision just a very just different good. show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a very different show and didn't Falcon seem and the to Winter Soldier was when they got Zemo out. Okay. I honestly Um, don't remember that show as much. (laughs) I can't place (laughs) certain episodes from that show. Episode three of What If uh, is the Nick Fury Avengers serial killer one with Hank Pym. Mm Mm-hmm. And Hawkeye. I think that's the other show, right? That's the only other one. Hawkeye episode three was... Oh, here you go. Hawkeye episode three was the Echo episode. Yeah, so there you go. I the third episode. <laughs> Our theory is proven. Of shows just not landing. It's almost like they dump the exposition on episode three middle. rather than episode one, and it's Which, kind of frustrating. Oh, I think that's exactly how they should do it. You have to have the exposition dump, but you can't do it in the first episode because the first episode you need to grab people's attention. Yes, but also maybe spread it out a little bit. Or just, I mean, I would have been fine with the exposition dump. The exposition dump isn't even what I am. But upset was this, about episode with this episode an exposition dump? Eh, I don't think it was. I don't know. I guess not. But I, I still like the episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess I did not like this episode. Yeah, so maybe there isn't a theory and you just didn't like this particular episode. Well, I also didn't like the other episode threes from Hawkeye or Loki or I'm sure Falcon and Winter Soldier. I didn't like the show as a whole that much. So Yeah, I think that's I think the biggest indictment is Marvel shows have been six episodes where I think they should be eight. Mm-hmm. Um But yeah, I mean, I think the episode was fine. I think it had a lot of cool moments. Um, after the second fight is when he gets in the car and puts on a really weird outfit. I don't get why he was in this, like, loincloth. Oh, like the hoodie thing? Yeah, he had the hoodie, but then he had this vest on, and he looks like a, a retired fisherman. I didn't catch it. Honestly, a lot of this episode was super dark too. And I it was hard to see some stuff with just the glare coming in. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. He looks like a beekeeper. Like the sleeves are really big. 
He's the and beekeeper from WandaVision. He is the beekeeper from WandaVision. If they did that, I mean, it would make zero sense. It'd be pretty cool. <laughs> I realized you had your headphones off for that joke, so there's no secondary questions <laughs> or... <laughs> I was like, I gotta, I gotta put my hair back behind my headphones for just a split second. But then I came back and you were just laughing and yeah. thing. just gotta try and nod and go. You'll just, it. you'll just get to hear it when, if you edit or I, you'll hear it when it's posted. It was a bad joke. I'm glad it didn't get the attention. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So he's dressed as a beekeeper, the beekeeper. Um, his vest goes down to his knees. It's a weird outfit. Um, and then Mark gives up his the body to Stephen, and Stephen does uh, fast origami. And I think Stephen has a crush on Layla. I think that's pretty obvious. I, I think, think it's she vice likes, versa. I, think, I mean, I think they both like each other. Like Layla yeah. likes this new version of her husband that actually makes eye contact with her, and Stephen. It doesn't likes... blatantly say, "Yeah, you don't know anything about me." Yeah, that was so weird. That that line was so weird. Mark is just a like jerk, but then he yeah. bounces back and forth between like, oh, "I love Layla," I and then he's like, her. "I'm not gonna tell you anything about my life." Yeah, she's like, like, what I is? Keep, I keep finding these secrets about you, and I have so many doubts about our relationship. And he's like, "Yeah, you don't know, you don't know shit. Like, <laughs> you're an idiot. Like, okay, Mark. But also, I'm putting my life on the line to save you. Yeah, from... I, yeah. I'm also fighting a I god just... to keep you alive. Yeah, I just don't that get was it. a weird. I don't line. get it. Um. I, I just think that Layla's gonna like have sex or hook up with the Steven uh, variation mm-hmm. or personality or however we refer to him. And it's just gonna be Mark like yelling in a reflection, like, that's my wife, stop. Okay, so me and a friend of mine were talking oh. about this and we could cut this out, Good. but like imagine if. Imagine if, like, one of the personalities was just a total <laughs> and was watching from the mirror. And just, <laughs> like, oh, like if Mark was like, Yeah, Steven, here, take the body. I'm gonna just watch from this mirror over here. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, creepy Mark Spector. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's definitely, that's definitely a thing. That has to be. It won't be, but that's the, that's the third personality. It's just <laughs> Jesus. I know that was terrible. I well, I that's said like super already evil Mark. Person. I know it needs to be I worse. Th- I feel like it was. Could it have Maybe been Conchu the- that took over the body? You know. Ooh. Because that was that my thought. Because be I didn't think something. Jake. Lockley, I, I almost feel like the third personality would almost have to be comic relief once you introduce it. We have gotten on some really stupid tangents in this episode, and I hated that one the most. We haven't gone on tangents this episode, yeah, we have. 
as he adjusts his mic mid-record. We, we were in a break because we were talking about cucks. I'm going to clap I didn't know if you're actually... So can... I'm not putting... <laughs> discussion in. <laughs> I might, but... Um, I'm going to yell really fast so that I can see the audio peak so I can find it easier when I edit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's not the sound I expected to make. <laughs> I don't know why I did no, that. We need to keep the cuck conversation in, but whenever when I say cuck, you put in that. <laughs> but then there's me talking about. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Gosh. <laughs> to finish out the episode of Midnight, uh, while he's in his beekeeper outfit, he does an origami and makes a star. Um, and Khonshu arrives and does some sky manipulation one more time and reverses the stars 2,000 years. That was mm-hmm. super cool. I think I knew how they filmed it too. I think they did like one of those like long exposure things that photographers do. Um, and that's how they got the sky effect, but it was super cool to watch. Um, and then Conchu is ripped back and becomes a paperweight. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I, I also didn't like that they're just setting it up to be like, all right. You've seen him without his powers for most of this show so far. Get ready for him with less powers. We haven't seen Moon Knight without his powers. Well, yeah, but I mean, I don't think you can get Moon Knight without his powers. Right. That's Well, that's what we'll see. You'll just see normal Mark Spector. I feel like next week you're going to love this show. <laughs> I I still love this show. I'm excited for next week, but the first two episodes really got my attention, and then this one just dipped. Yeah, I just I want them to change the CGI suit or get someone get an actual stunt. They, I mean, they could be saving budget for the last couple episodes. Um, I guess, but also, I I don't know. I. I think that's been my complaint about Marvel shows up to this point is that they CGI. do save that budget up. And I guess I guess just Disney Plus shows because it's in Book of Boba Fett as well. But yeah. it does seem like they save the budget until the final two episodes. They should just run around see, that. Just put more money into it. Yeah, that too. But I mean, also just write better. Or use practical yeah. effects. Like, I would love impossible. if they did practical effects. Um, it's cheaper. Yeah, like, obviously, there's some things that you have to do CGI. Like, I get that. Yes, but like, yes. but the suit do you don't have to. You didn't have to have a CGI suit, right? They CGI spider everything in Spider Man. All his suits CGI. Looks great. It looks good, but like, it doesn't need to be CGI. Hmm. Um. Yeah. So then the the episode ends off with one of the gods letting Arthur Harrow back into the Pyramid of Giza. That was weird. I don't know why one of them does that. I don't, they should all be there. 
Um, and then he Unless speaks one of them to is the, working with them. That would make sense. Yeah. Um, he speaks to the Conchu paperweight and basically just explains his motives right away of like, you tortured me, so I'm going to torture everyone. Um, yeah, that was, and then it just ends. That was the episode. It makes sense that a god would be helping Harrow because mm-hmm. then it, it yeah, makes yeah, more sense why they power. would dismiss Mark so easily and didn't yeah. listen to Kanchu and just accepted Harrow. And it was like the, the was lead guy, the one who was like leading the conversation, the bald white guy in the suit. Imagine um, this just becomes God of War, like Mark Spector trying to go through and kill all the Egyptian gods. Well, so I would kind of love that. Now is a good time to spin off into kind of our other, a non Moon Knight related topic, but sort of Moon Knight related. Um, so we haven't gotten the Thor trailer yet. Um, mm-hmm. We are now like the Spider Man No Way Home trailer came sooner than this did. So this is now the shortest time frame between movie and first trailer um of any marvel movie um but there's been toy leaks and stuff and we won't i'm not going to get into toy leaks because i did look at them but there's a lot of people kind of complaining about gore the god butcher's look just because it's on an action figure i'm not too concerned mm-hmm. with that but marvel is clearly hype take uh, keeping the thor trailer close to its chest um Nothing from this movie has leaked other than toys, but that's not even really, uh, that's a pandemic effect. Um, What if Gore the God Butcher shows up in this to kill some of these gods? They just introduced all of them. That'd be interesting. I would love that, honestly. I'm starting to think maybe Gore the God Butcher shows up, kills some gods, and that's... uh, either something that helps Moon Knight or makes the story even more confusing. Um, That'd be really cool. Uh, You could even do it as an end credit scene. I know we talked last week about Mm -hmm. potential final end credit scenes leading into like Werewolf by Night or something. If you do it by episode five, then you can release the Thor trailer and it can open with Doctor Strange. I think it'd be very concerning and weird if the Thor trailer doesn't come out before we see Doctor Strange. Because you want that trailer yeah, to play shocked. in front of the big audience. And there's not going to be another movie like that for another month. And then you're releasing it, the first trailer within 45 days of theatrical release. I would just um, hate it if they release the trailer as the end as credit scene credit. in Doctor Strange. I do. I, I'm. I'm trying to avoid that. I don't want that to happen. Um, I would hate it. I'd be if fine. It's just. I'd. I'd be okay with it on one condition. If there's two other real post credits, and then See, it's even just then, a, I don't want it. Oh no! If, it, I, if you get two actual like Doctor Strange related post credits, and then. At the end of the all of the credits is the Thor trailer, and then it's released online like two days later. I'm okay with that. Nope. You Get have to have two post credits. Nope. You'd be getting yeah, just, three post credit scenes. I want it before the movie. I do too, but you can't. But oh, see, that's the other thing is like 
Because if Does Marvel that... starts doing that shit, everyone's going to start doing it. Ooh, yeah, that's true. That's why I'm saying, like, if you get it, if you, yeah, you need to get it before Doctor Strange, which means you need to have a God Butcher scene in Moon Knight. I would love that. That'd be super cool if just and it would finally like, tie one of our the gods movies and missing. the TV shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what if he yeah, killed Amit? Like the See? first time. There you go. That's what I'm saying. I'm hope I'm hoping because I I don't get why they're hiding it. Like this weekend next would have been a good time to get that out, and they're not doing it. So. Mm-hmm. that's my my hope and theory um but yeah as far as non-marvel related news i saw everything everywhere all at once a multiverse film from a24 i saw people okay. on twitter saying it was the greatest movie of all time was like, it ever it was good it was probably the best movie of the year it's not the best thing of all time Huh, it's like a, it. a, a 92 it's really good though um nice yeah i've never seen anything like that mm-hmm. um i don't want to spoil it but yeah if you have it near you and an ability to see it you should go see it i had to drive about an hour and 20 minutes to johnson city tennessee and let me tell you johnson city is a weird place just such an odd location like restaurants there don't have names it's what? just it, yeah it's burger bar there's just a strip mall of just generic strip mall of generic named restaurants and stores so there was burger bar greek place toy store sports store and then toys r us Toys R Us they had is a bankrupt. Toy Star and a Toys R Us. Yes, Toys R Us that's, is bankrupt. That's, that's why they're bankrupt. I don't know what they're. I, I don't know why there's one operating Toys R Us in Johnson City, and then they have an AMC with recliner seats, and like the one in Hickory doesn't even have recliner seats. It is just weird. Um, yeah. But yeah. Don't don't go to John. Don't go out of your way to go to Johnson City. I I wanted to see it because um, I've heard things about it. It's in the Wagon Wheel song. Weird town. Mm-hmm. Just a weird little place. I will probably not go there. <laughs> um, yeah. What about uh, how's Lego Star Wars? The, 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 the Skywalker yeah. saga of Lego Star Wars. That's a lot of S's. Yeah, it, um, it, Lego. Like a geez, now you got me. See, (laughs) Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga. It is good so far. I haven't had as much time to play it as I'd like. Uh, I'm still not done. I started so you can start on episode one, episode four, or episode seven. So you can start at any of the trilogies, which yeah, yeah, it's cool. So I've I've started on episode one just to play it chronological order. No, no, I mean, because I think it's more of a nostalgia thing for me because I think the original Lego Star Wars game had you start out in episode one. So I was like, gotcha, oh, I'll kind of gotcha. play through it like like that. Yeah. Also, the prequels are my favorite, so I wanted to get to episode three. 
or uh-huh. sorry, the prequels are not my favorite. Episode three is my favorite. I was about to say that's a, that's no, a hot take. No, the the original trilogy is the best trilogy, but episode three yes. is my favorite episode. Very close with episode five. So I wanted to get to that as soon as possible. Wow. So I started at one. I'm not quite done with it, but it's interesting. It's almost like almost For like a, a non- combination of open world and the mission. The missions that yeah. from the original one. That's cool. Because it is cool, but it's also got like a weird feel when you're playing through it for the first time. Like I imagine once I go back and once I've completed the story that I will have more fun with it. But actually going through the story, sometimes you have to follow characters along and they're like walking and I I don't like Uh, it. It's just a weird kind of going through the story. For a non-Lego video game player, would you recommend it? I wouldn't say I'm far enough in yet, but I would say this is definitely more ambitious. Like, it's pretty cool. You can grab select items with the force and even direct it, whereas Mm -hmm. maybe you could push something with the force in the last game. Gotcha. So they've yeah. it's it's got a bunch of new mechanics. They even have like a combo meter with lightsabers, mm-hmm. and so it, it's pretty cool. I, I like it so far. I just did the pod racing, yeah. um, the pod race. racing level. So yeah, and that was a Ooh. lot of fun. And it's act it was actually pretty challenging too. It took me a couple of times to get it. So sweet. I I, I would recommend it. Yeah, if, if you're a Star Wars fan, especially. That's like what I'm Lego hoping. Games. I'm gonna like I'm gonna catch it when it's on sale and play it. Store let's just like mm-hmm. I think it'd be fun to play through the story. Um yeah. I wish they did like an actual um live action isn't the right word, but you know what I'm saying? Like with the Jedi Fallen Order, like mm-hmm. character design. I wish they'd do that for the same thing. Do a Skywalker saga with that. Yeah, but just a more realistic realistic RPG. looking. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, could, I that, think that, that would, would be cool. Crush, because um, people want a Star Wars open world video game. I know they're making one that's not going to come until twenty thirty, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I no, think I would love that. I want yeah. a more of a blaster based one though. I'm tired of I everything played, uh, being a Jedi in between Order sixty six and a New there Hope. There should be a Mandalorian game. That would crush. There should be. Because you could even do a bunch of cool things, like you could go through, upgrade your armor. You know, right. I mean, it would make sense that you could get more. And weapons if you want the lightsaber, you can just get the dark saber. Mm-hmm. Whereas Jedi it Fallen Order, it's like, oh, you've learned a new force move. That was that but, one was annoying. I didn't. But, I wish I could have customized my lightsaber earlier than I did in that game. I wish I could wear something other than a freaking poncho, <laughs> poncho in that game yes i took it off finally and did the jacket but even that i, I was like this is bad i wish yeah there should be more out i hated there was no character customization in that you could just pick i wanted to ponchos this is really mean i really wanted to dye his hair or put a hat on him <laughs> or something i was tired of looking at this like ginger boy running through um, See, that's offensive i know a discotheque is not offensive. It's just a <laughs> stupid pun. It sounds like a slur. <laughs> um, 
it's... I told you I finished Jedi Fallen Order, right? Uh, maybe. Oh well, I finished Jedi Fallen Order. Um, Proud yeah, of you. Super fun. Finally did it. Finally figured out what Second Sister was all about. Yeah. Um, it is so difficult to get all the chests, though. It is, yeah. I it, wanted to complete the map. I I did it on one map, and was stupid and thought that I could just turn off my PlayStation. And I did. No. Lost. I lost all of. I think it's Zepho, the one with the plane crash. I did yeah. all of that whole crash site and the second like Star Destroyer lost it all. I quit. I I couldn't. I was like, I'm not doing this again. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah. I just didn't like, and I know it's characteristic of those types of games, but hmm. just all the puzzles you had to go yeah, through. Some of them are I, stupid. yeah i just wanted more i I don't know what i wanted out of that game uh probably something where you could fight more than just like goons there should have been more boss Mm -hmm. battles yeah probably i I think i would have liked it more like open world than guided yeah i want i want a star wars game in the style of the guardians of the galaxy game I didn't play the Guardians game. You haven't? Oh. Now, is it good? Hank. It's the best game I've ever played in my life. Really? I played it. It's super long, too. Like, each chapter is about an hour, hour and a half. I, Interesting. I couldn't stop playing. See, I, my I, favorite. Best of all time, like, game. GTA like, exists, like, some stuff that I replay. Yeah, Red Dead one sitting like story just like the first initial moment guardians is probably one of the best spider-man's probably actually my choice but guardians is right up there hey because i was about to say spider-man's up there for me red dead obviously i uh, like the most recent it's, god of war was awesome which is got, funny because jedi fallen order was more like god of war yeah than any other i i guess it just makes I didn't love how it was having to solve puzzles in like an imperial base or something. Yeah, I, I don't mind a Mandalorian if... style game or Mandalorian mm-hmm. like character theme in a GTA setting. I'd like be... I want to be able to steal things, shoot people, rack up a bounty, make money back, things like that. Well, they're remaking um, what's it called? Bounty Knights Hunters. of the Old Republic. Which uh, I'm pumped about because on in that game, there's just a ton of customization you can do. Like if you want to be a bounty hunter, you can be a bounty hunter. If you want to be a Jedi, yeah. you can do that. But then it also has a light and dark side scale. And you basically Ooh. pick which side, like the choices you make decide which side oh, you're going to so go kind of like a, uh It's kind of like Elden Ring. I've never played it, but all my friends do. Yeah, all my friends play Elden Ring too. I also haven't gotten it. But. Yeah, I can't. I can't relate to. They're always like, I watched. I they were on Discord and I watched them finish the like boss battle. And I'm like, this is. I it's not a game for me. Um, I think it would be just because I love Monster Hunter. That is my favorite game of all time. Gotcha. And it seemed to have similar, like the YouTubers I watch who play Monster Hunter have been mm. playing Elden Ring lately. So yeah. I feel like it's. 
yeah, a game also, I would like, also enjoy, but wizard I don't know. I, stuff I can't do. I want to get a PS5 first before you I need the, dive yeah, into some of those PS, games. Yeah, yeah. Don't play Guardians on your PS4. Wait for the PS5 to play that one. Okay. What about Switch? Uh, no, I would do it on PS5. Okay. Um, but yeah, I so the other game I've been playing in just only in like the last week, but my friends and I have been playing Fortnite with no builds. I was initially Ooh. so against it. I was initially so against it. It's so much fun. <laughs> it's so much more fun than it should be. Like right before we got on, we had just won like four in a row. Um but like it's fun to play like private match with like 10 people and do like prop hunts and stuff but fortnite has gotten way better i i didn't realize that i only ever logged in to buy the marvel stuff when they had it so i've just got like thor and spider-man and boba fett and like all these like great skins just sitting around and they're like how do you even have these but fortnite with no builds quite fun hmm i will not give it a try but I'm glad I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah. We have mainly been the... sorry, go. I was gonna say I, I've mainly just been doing Magic the Gathering stuff, doing some deck building and then <laughs> playing Lego Star Wars. Welcome to Nerds Aren't Real. <laughs> uh, I don't have time for Lego Star Wars. I'm playing too much Magic the Gathering. Gathering. <sighs> oh. But yeah, I think that about closes us out. So, well, yeah. thank you everyone for listening to the Nerds Aren't Real podcast. This has been Mac and Hank talking about all things nerd analysis, speculation, review. Thanks for joining us. Feel free to reach out to us if you have any questions on Twitter or Gmail. Mac, looks like you have something to say. <laughs> you messed up the order and it just feels wrong. <laughs> Oh, I messed up everything about that. Yes, yes you did. <laughs> I didn't. I started talking and I didn't know where I was going. So I just kept talking. But thanks everyone for listening. This has been Mac and Hank. Love you guys. Love you guys. <laughs>